Three Rivers Running Company is proud to sponsor the Indiana Runner podcast. Go to Three Rivers Running, that's the number three, riversrunning.com, and use coupon code Colin, C-O-L-I-N, to receive 10% off online orders for the month of September. Indiana Runner podcast, season six, episode 25. Taylor Marshall and I go through week four of this short cross-country season so far, including races from the different parts of the state and the Eagle classic just barely, but cue the celebration music. I don't see how you can hate from outside of the club. You can't even get in. <laughs> Leg out. All right. Week four is in the books. I'm here with a man who in our Patreon NFL team draft took the Colts for his loser and probably feels pretty good about it right now. Right, Taylor? Uh, mixed feelings. I mean, in that in that case, uh, I'm happy that they lost, I guess. But I was cheering for them to win today. I thought they were going to, actually, for a while. We exchanged – you and I are very good friends. We exchanged several text messages about the Colts game. And uh, we exchanged several text messages about the cross-country meets last week, which we're going to go over right now. Yeah. Week four, Colin Altavote. Taylor Marshall, Indiana Runner Podcast. We're going to go through quite a few meets here, and we've even got some INCC stats adjustments to go over uh, for the boys. The girls hasn't updated quite yet. We know it's updated, but it's just there's hyperlink errors. So as we go over this on a Sunday night, that is the deal. So modern day invite down in Evansville, the pocket city, you called it. I think that's what it's called. Yeah. Evansville writes, they were my highlight team of last week, and writes wins with 28 points. Evansville Memorial, 90. Castle, a team I've had my eye on uh, this season, 105. I think they were shorthanded. Silver Creek, 111. South Knox, 115. So pretty close meet there after Wright's. Wright's junior, Jackson Nolan, he's an all-stater. He wins in 15-33. Alex Pinckney of Christian Academy, uh, second in 15-39. On the girls' side, Castle girls win. 59 points, Princeton 87, Evansville Memorial 95, Wright's senior Cordelia Hoover wins 1917. The boys rating it ran pretty fast, Taylor, plus 24, so 24 seconds faster than average. A uh, couple things on this meet. One, I, I think the boys rating shows it was a good weather week, and maybe it was better than it felt standing out there at the meets. Yeah, it may have been better than it felt. You know, I was going to give a little shout out to you, you know, although, you know, give get your head a little bigger here. Uh, you picked rights and you were excited about them as a team to watch going in. And, you know, that pick is looking strong, uh, especially for their boys, um, not to mention their their senior and Hoover winning on the girls side. So um, nice job. I think they're a really solid team. And then, yeah, it, it seems like it's shaping up in, some of these regionals, it's probably a week or two weeks too early. And we're, we've been posting on our Patreon for public consumption. There's a link on the Indiana Runner message board. Uh, the regional tiers, and in the tiers, we kind of have, okay, in each of the five regionals, which teams are locked to make the state meet, which teams are highly likely or likely to make the state meet, and then who are the contenders to make it out. And then we have what we call the Lloyd Christmas division, which is from the movie Dumb and Dumber. Lloyd Christmas says, so you're telling me there's a chance. And even though it's not a very good chance, they've got a chance. And and certainly we've seen teams make it to the state meet in the Lloyd Christmas division, or in one case, when you and I called the state track finals, a team won out of the Lloyd Christmas division. So 
It's uh, yeah, shout out. It's John O'Hare. I got to see him on uh, Friday. So shout out. It's an Indiana runner lore. We're going to continue this Lloyd Christmas division. And then I kind of added one thing that I call a year away. There's a lot of teams that I, especially on the boys side, but even on the girls side as well, teams that are a year away as we look, what do they have coming up through the middle school? What do they have in their freshman and sophomore classes? Um, and even in, we're going to do title tiers later on. I have one I call the Bruno Caboclo division. He was a basketball player that one guy famously said when he was drafted, he's two years away from being two years away. So some of these yeah. schools are a year away from being a year away in terms yeah. of winning the, the championship. Um, Heritage Hills invite staying now in Southern Indiana. Uh, shout out Jake Cutler and Ken Dilger, two guys who went to Heritage Hills. Springs Valley boys dominant 42 points. Gibson Southern 66. Grant Brown and Carson Brown must be twins. Same grade. Springs Valley uh, 1550 and 1551. On the girls' side, Tell City looks like a potential contender. We do have them in the contenders in our Evansville uh, or our Southern Regional to make the state meet. The Tell City girls, Mark's men, Mark's women, Lady Mark's men. Uh, we've been over this. I do not like when the mascots are inherently masculine in that sense. Yeah. Tell City, 22. Gibson Southern, 74. Pike Central, also 74. Pike's, Pike Central's Zavery Wiseman wins in 1819 and she won taylor by two minutes and 21 seconds yeah let me tell you don't don't sleep on xavier wiseman i know we've talked about her on the podcast before but because she's when in you're far, good we talk about you you're good we talk about you and, and because she's in far southern indiana she doesn't get the same type of recognition but she wins by big uh margins quite often she has all state potential and she's sort of flying under the radar and she's, she kind of came on the scene as a freshman, but we should kind of remind central Indiana, Northern Indiana, that this girl is pretty legit. Um, so I would keep an eye out for her as a potential all stater um, by the end of next month, Colin. Wins, wins in big margins and also runs better against better competition, which is it's, that it seems like it would always be the case, but it, it isn't always the way that things happen, but yeah. it is for her. Yep. Let's go a little bit north, more central eastern Indiana, the Jack Dell invite. Milan boys, how about that? Bobby Plump, 22. Hagerstown, 84. Milan senior Ben Riley wins in 1558. Uh, that was an 18-second victory over his own teammate. Switzerland County, 29. Southwestern in Hanover, 47 on the girls' side. Southwestern sophomore Victoria Gammons wins 2012, her winning time. And it was another big gap, Taylor, a minute 31. Uh, I've heard some questions about the accuracy of the length of this course. I have not seen it. I won't comment on that, but I will say that the boys' rating was plus 59, which I've never seen. I was going to comment on the plus 59 point to make it that only one race last year, Colin, on the boys' side had a higher positive rating. I think it was plus 63. This one's plus 59. So I, yeah, I don't know. I've never been there, but uh, I guess if you're looking for a fast time or uh, whatever, show up, let's go. Jack Sindel invite uh, going a little bit uh, more central, true central Indiana. Whiteland invite Greenwood boys, 40 Whiteland, 65 Sam Grimes of Greenwood wins in 1638. His teammate, Jake Squire, second 1656. And the one two finish there by the Woodman allows them to win the meet. 
Uh, on the girls' side, the reverse of that, Whiteland 45, Greenwood 64, Whiteland's Victoria Jackson. I think she's a possible All-Stater, 1901. Yeah. And then Greenwood's Lily Rawlings, not that far behind Taylor, 1907. That's a really good race up front by those two. Yeah, really impressive for Rawlings. Like you said, I, I look at Tori Jackson as a uh, potential All-Stater as well. So to be that close to her, um, you know, maybe Rawlings will put herself on the map here. We'll see moving forward. Keep an eye on her, but uh, great race up front. Boys rating plus 12. Again, we apologize. We do not quite have the girls ratings yet. I know they've been published. I just think it's an error on the on the website. And guess what, guys? INCC Stats is a free website that does a service for all of us. It is, is a huge part of our community, and we are not going to complain You know about a couple things uh, maybe missing or not done as quite as quickly as we would want. We salute INCC Stats. It makes our job covering the sport through Indiana Runner a lot easier, and it makes our job as coaches uh, a lot a lot more fun and gives us more information. Ben Davis invite. Close one on the boys' side here. Center Grove did a split squad between Brown County and Ben Davis, but even with the split squad, Center Grove wins 79 points. Ben Davis boys, 83. And we've talked about it, Taylor. This is a, this, this is a feather in the cap of Center Grove. Ben Davis boys are good this year. They are good this year. And uh, if you look, I believe they only have one senior in their top five. So uh, really exciting. A big shout out to Coach McMasters over at Ben, D, uh, ben Davis um, because, you know, those boys are doing really well. I, You know what? You'll have to we'll have to look into this. Maybe Ryan will let us know. I believe their number one runner, who's a sophomore, uh, just started running maybe last year track season i don't i don't recall if he competed last fall but he did not run throughout middle school and came out for track and uh was a big help on their four by eight and uh is continuing to contribute for the giants uh on the grass here this fall so um that's exciting for him and for the whole team they're good the ben davis i i said this earlier the ben davis boys are just tough you watch them run they won the four by eight in the slow section i think they finished outside the medals but you just you watch them run, especially in the four by eight, where you can kind of see them the whole time. Cross country, it's you know it's harder. If you're at a cross country meet, you're kind of watching the kids on your team, yeah. especially if, if the varsity is twelve or whatever. You're not watching the kids on the other teams. Um, but he he ran that four k, their best guy in the frost soft race. I think he finished third. Came from kind of way back, and you can just tell like their kids are tough. They're just yeah. tough. They're coached well, and they're they're tough. I, I don't have another word for it. Uh, Danville Jr., Jack Harold, uh, 1556 for the win. We're not as familiar with that. We have been familiar with that course over time from uh, going to Ben Davis on, on quite a few occasions, being in the mick with them, so on and so forth, not anymore. Um, but we don't even really know what that course looks like at this point because they've had so much construction, like, you know, the whole state. Yeah. Jack Harold wins by eight seconds. On the girls' side, Valpo comes down from far northern Indiana and makes it a clean sweep, Taylor. Valpo 15, Batesville 79, Southport 102. Uh, the Valpo duo of Whitney Anderson and Elizabeth Earhart, first and second. Boys rating here was plus 22, so still a fast course uh, along the lines of Brown County, Marion, Noblesville, some of the faster courses in the state. Anything else on Ben Davis? Uh, that's it. We'll keep rolling. Uh, all Catholic in quotation marks, mostly Catholic invite here. Well, I guess all Catholic in terms of whatever the archdiocese considers to be a Catholic school. Not all the Catholic schools, but all the schools who competed are Catholic. 
Well, that's a good way to think of it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. We'll keep the rest of it out of it. Anyways, I do have a couple of things on this. We'll see what you've got. On the boys' side, Garen, shout out, 40. Chittard, 52. Chittard Jr. J.D. Haynes wins in 16.07 by seven seconds over Luke Moster of Garen. And this could be a battle between the last team to get out of the Shelbyville Regional on the girls' side. Garen girls, shout out, 46. Ron Colley, 51. Chittard sophomore, Julia Score, we feel like she's one of the five best in Indiana. She blitzes the course in 1738, and she wins by 68 seconds. Boys rating plus 28. Girls rating, I think, will be favorable as well. Uh, anything on the all-Catholic invite? All the schools there are considered to be Catholic schools. It's not all of the Catholic schools in Indiana, and some schools weren't invited, but we're not going to talk about that. I was impressed by uh, the Garen girls and beating a very strong Ron Colley team. Because we're out here, Taylor. Where are we're you guys on at? The streets. Yeah, on the yeah. streets. The streets of Hamilton County. There you go. I, I was impressed. Ron Colley, a much improved team, right? A team that we hadn't really talked about the past couple of years, but um, you know, they look really good. And that's a, a very impressive win for Ron Colley or for Garen over Ron Colley. And like you said, it will come down to likely those two teams uh, with Center Grove as teams to get out of that uh, Shelbyville regional and get that final fifth and final spot. Um, so maybe a little preview there. I will see how uh, Garen and Ron Colley look in a much bigger meet. Um, but I, I shout out to the uh, Garen Golden Eagles for their dub. And that's, you know, that's an interesting point you bring up in that. Well, let's see how it looks in a bigger meet. And uh, INCC Stats does a good job of projecting what it might look like in a bigger meet with mixed competition, such yeah. as a state qualifying meet or the state meet. And so we'll see when it comes out on the girls' side. Again, it's done. It's just we haven't seen the links yet. Um, and actually, when I looked at it last night, the girls were done, and I clicked on certain links. Uh, for instance, I clicked on the Carmel Boys page. You know, who knows why I chose to do that, but I did it. Random. And it it went directly to the Carmel Girls page. And I was like, that's weird. So I hit refresh and it kept going to that. So for a brief period of time, I could see the girls ratings, the Carmel Girls ratings um, on there, but then eventually it switched over. So I think it just needs to be uh, fixed. And again, we're, we're not complaining. We are so thankful that someone does INCC stats and puts it up free of charge uh, for, for anyone to see. And then the other thing I have to say is we're out here. We're on these streets. The streets, yeah. The streets of Hamilton County. That's right. Uh, Hamilton County, north of Indianapolis. Let's go well north of Indianapolis. The Bruin Invite. This is Fort Wayne Northrop. On the boys' side, Carroll, 50. Northrop, 58. Northrop senior, Conyer Wilson, 1648. He wins by 26 seconds on his home course. That uh, I ran in this invite a lot, uh, four years, actually, in high school. Uh, but it sounds as if the course looks way different than it did when I was in high school uh, for a variety of reasons. On the girls' side, Fort Wayne Homestead, we feel like they're a title contender. They took care of business again with 17 points. Carroll was shorthanded. That wasn't their uh, best lineup. In fact, probably ran uh, none of their top five or top seven. Uh, 64 for Carroll, Northrop 65. Addison Canablo, like her teammates, took care of business. 1720 she won by not quite two minutes 
but we forgive her because we're very zen people maybe next time yeah uh shorthanded carol uh girl shorthanded fort wayne concordia girls so uh that could have been a matchup of three uh, likely the top five teams on the girl side right there we'll, we'll continue to to wait on that and see what that looks like later but um you know homestead again showing why they're a title contender as you said canablo uh, doesn't have it wrapped up by any means, right? There are other other contenders that uh, we've talked about and we'll continue to talk about, but um, you know, she's still one of the best. If if not, maybe the best. We'll see. We are really moving through this, uh, making good time here. The Minutemen Classic. Uh, this is an Elkhart. You know what school's nickname is? The Minutemen. Uh, the Minutemen are the uh, it's uh, uh, South Bend, Washington, maybe Concord. Concord. South Bend, Which Washington means, is uh I think they may be the, I think they're the Panthers. Oh, okay. So it's I mean, Con- I, I that think makes, Con- yeah. Concord makes sense, right? Makes sense. Again, I am on record, not a fan of and like exclusively masculine nicknames, Minutemen, Kingsmen, Cavemen. Don't like that. Don't I kind of like, like I, I agree with you to on the bigger point, but I kind of like Minutemen because it's mm-hmm. very unique. Right, especially if your school's name is Concord. I yes. kind of yes, I, I'm almost ready to give them a pass on that yes. because of the historical significance. Anyway, the Minutemen classic and Taylor, it was a good meet too. Uh was it close? It's a good nickname. Good meet. Goshen 71, Portage 73. Two teams that could make it out of the New Prairie semi-state. Goshen has just moved into the New Prairie semi-state, or I'm sorry, the New Prairie Regional. Uh Portage, I think it's the first time I messed up regional semi-state all year. Shout out to me. Uh, sure. Portage is right there as well. Uh, again, 71, 73, but I've heard we have, we have some boots on the ground. I've heard that it was closer than it sounds. Individually, Max Malloy of Elkhart, 1534. He was all state last year. Certainly an all state candidate, a likely all stater. I would say this year, Shane Conroy of Portage, a likely all stater as well. 1542 and then max's teammate uh, aaron richter of elkhart 1544 you got to feel good about uh, aaron richter's chances to finish in the top 25 at the state meet staying that close to his own teammate and then and then staying that close to shane conroy who is a very good distance runner yeah yeah i thought that was really impressive and i thought the portage boys um, still showing that they're in the mix for a, a state berth i mean they're part of that contender tier that you created earlier this week and and they've continued to solidify that. I thought that was impressive, uh, particularly to uh, finish that close to Goshen. Uh, so really nice job for Portage. Didn't see any ratings on that. On the girls side, Penn girls, 58, Northridge, 69, Portage, 91. Uh, Penn's been good all year. Their senior, Mary Eubank wins, 1856. She's a likely all-stater. Leo freshman Rowan Norris, 1908. We don't know as much about her being a freshman, obviously, but I think she's kind of like Aaron Richter. Norris has a has a chance to finish in the top 25 at the state. Yeah. Uh, shorthanded pin team. Girls, girls still got it done. So nice job. Nothing better than being shorthanded, getting the job done, getting back on the bus. Even if it's only by one point, it's all it takes. Hey, spoiler alert. Well, I'm, I'm just that was I'm not spoiling anything. I just said, well, one point. I mean, one point, hundred points, whatever. It's one point. I need that to win. Win is a win, man. 
Bob Thomas invite. This is up in Lowell. So we're going west here, uh, staying in northern Indiana. Lake Central Boys, shout out, 28. Crown Point, 100. I heard it was closer than it sounds. That's not very close. Uh, ben Pershone of Lake Central. I've always said, watch out for this Pershone kid. Uh, so keep watching out. He edges out Griffith's Joey LaPatra, 15-57 to 15-58 in a battle of all-state candidates. On the girls' side, Lake Central girls dominant, 37. Crown point, uh, maybe kind of a, a contender, maybe a Lloyd Christmas division to make it out of that New Prairie Regional. Uh, Lake Central, 37. Crown point, 65. Hobart's Cassandra Cohen, 1916. She wins a close race. Boys' rating was only plus four in a weekend that, that yielded a lot of ratings over plus 20. So maybe a little bit of a tougher course, or maybe it was in worse conditions uh, up north. Um, I'm continued to be impressed by the Lake Central girls and their ability to outperform totally expectations coming into the season. Um, you know, obviously we run the race, you know, the, it's, it, this isn't about projections and, and, uh, rankings and whatever, but you got to go out there and run the race. But, you know, I, I, I know that, you know, you have been big on the Lake Central boys for the past, you know, eight to 10 months, but and rightfully so. And rightfully so. And they've earned that. And they've shown that. Um, but I, the Lake Central girls have also uh, improved tremendously and uh, deserve a shout out here. So uh, I'm just really impressed by the work they put in and how they're outperforming preseason ratings on INCC stats as well. Yeah, and I think Lake Central is a, a good example. You've talked about this freshman class on the girls side, especially has a lot of difference makers and we're seeing top five top 10 teams homestead's a team difference makers coming in concordia oh do they got the depth they got to transfer out i don't know if they've got it they've got one freshman that really helps the depth um some other schools that could be in the top five got you know one or two freshman scores lake central's got three in their top seven and that is making all the difference here for lc Let's do hey, our on that point just real quick. I want to I want to add this. I do think that this freshman class, particularly on the girl side, will go down as the best class um, ever. But like I've said before, it doesn't have the high end talent. I don't want people to say or think, well, they're freshman girls, so therefore they come in and they make a big, uh, you know, big impact, and 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 then you know they just get slower or whatever. Or like, well, that makes sense. I, I want you to know right now on INCC stats, Colin, how many freshman girls are ranked in the top 25 take a guess how many in the top 25 who could be considered all state well this i mean this is insider trading because i look at it all the time i would say uh there's the one from huntington north yep uh is the one from leo out i'm gonna say two is it three it's either two or three it's three with the third being right at 25 so oh, yeah. it's the best kids in the state are still upperclassmen right even on the girl side but this freshman class was really exciting and is a big time, you know, as you said, they're yes. contributors on teams um, like Lake Central, as an example. We, we're we limited to 40 minutes. What we can't fit into 40 minutes, we do put onto our Patreon, which is a subscription service, $5 a month, and you get our extra podcast every week. Again, $5 a month, Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Indiana Runner. Uh, we have 74 subscribers at this moment, 74, 75. And uh, you can you can join and be a Patreon subscriber. 
Um, we don't need me to go on my 90 second rant about Dewey, about the the whole let's thing. Save with, for, let's save that for the Patreon so we can get through these uh, last couple of meets here. Okay. There's okay. Cool. Let's move on to our featured meet. And last week, I think I had said about one meet that this would be the featured meet for the girls, but maybe not the featured meet for the boys. This week is kind of the opposite. It's like this would be the featured meet for the boys, but maybe not for the girls. So let's actually, in in that sense, it's a boys' first year, but let's do the girls first um, and save the the featured part for the boys, which was which was a little more competitive than on the girls' side. So on the girls' side here at the Eagle Classic at Brown County, North Central girls win with seventy seven points. Individually, I think was the bigger show. Ava Jarrell of Pendleton Heights, 1705. Libby Dowdy of Indian Creek, 1711. Uh, and then a, a pretty big gap here, which is significant because I think these next three girls have a very good chance to finish in the top 25 at the state meet. Kylie Klein of Franklin Central, 1811. So a minute gap between Dowdy and Klein. Floyd Central's Caitlin Stewart, 1816. And then Elizabeth Rocchio of North Central, 1821. What do we make then of the North Central, a, a good showing there by a, a potential podium team, but, yeah. I, you know, maybe a fringe. I have labeled them as a fringe contender, 77 points, maybe some shorthanded teams. Uh, they get it done there at at Brown County. But what do we make of the, the especially the top end, those top two in the individual race? Um, okay, so Ava Jarrell, who was my highlight of the week last week, Right, continues to back that up and has shown that she's on a tier with uh, Addison Canablo, Nikki Sutherland, and and maybe Libby Dowdy. And we could kind of argue Julia Score. You know, there's a couple of the girls who are sort of right there. Uh, highlight of the week brought to you by Three Years Running Company. It was my highlight of the week brought to you by Three Years. Shout out Three Years Running Company. If you're in the Fort Wayne area, go check them out and uh, tell or, them. Or or online. Three riversrunning.com number three. Use coupon code Colin, C O L I N. There we go. Uh, so um Ava Drell, who she was, she was my pick, and she continues to show this. So there's a tier within this top 15, there's a tier of some of those girls, and then there's a drop down to uh other girls who are still all state top 15, top 10, even caliber in like yeah, high line totally. who finished a minute behind them and caitlin stewart from floyd central who was a you know just a couple seconds back from klein that that i thought was really impressive and then a huge shout out again to the north central girls uh who had a great performance and one big there uh kaylina matthews came back for uh north central and she's going to be a big help uh throughout the rest of this season and then um they also were helped by uh, sophomore Kelsey Rimmel. Colin, this girl ran in the 22 minutes last year. She was a 22-minute girl. Wait, 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 wait. So you're saying there was a girl yeah. in high school yeah. and over the course of time surrounded by good teammates and receiving good instruction, and she got better. And and she probably just needed to show up every day and do what Coach Wallace told her to do. And uh, he'll he'll let us know that. Oh, sure Chad, Chad Wallace, I've heard he's a smart guy. He is a smart guy and he's a subscriber of the podcast and the Patreon, which makes him an even smarter That's guy. That's making him a smart guy. Yeah. The, so she was a 22 minute girl uh, last year. 1936 is what she ran. 
um, yesterday at Brown County. So uh, anyway, uh, really exciting stuff, uh, both from Ava Jarrell and Libby Dowdy, who is still in the conversation to be an individual contender. Uh, and I, I would say the the Panthers are not a necessarily a team title contender, but are a podium contender for sure. Do you do you think that Ava Jarrell could win the individual title? Man, I could it happen? Yes. Um, I, I don't, I don't have her as the favorite right now. I still think Addison Canablo is the favorite right now. Um, but I, I could see a situation in which Darrell does win. I could see Sutherland winning. I could see score winning and I could probably see Dowdy winning outside of that. Would I'm you not... say, would you say she's a contender or would you say she's in the Lloyd Christmas division? I would say she's a contender. Okay. I would put her as a contender. And I, and I would have said Lloyd Christmas if we had this conversation on August 10th, but since it's- Oh, September, I wouldn't have even said Lloyd Christmas on August 10th. I would have said Lloyd Christmas division after last week's race at Marion, but to come back again this week and back it up, and now I'm just like, ah. She had some pr- impressive performances this spring uh, during during trials. Yeah, but I, I just, I mean, there were some sub five miles or sub five 1600s. Yeah. Sorry. And uh, stepped on my own feet there, but like nothing that would have led us to believe she's going to contend. You know, we're talking about two of the best runners in the country yeah, with yeah. Canablo and uh, Sutherland. So, okay. Well, she's let's, literally in the conversation now. And we'll tie up some loose ends on the Patreon. Remember this if you can, Taylor, and we'll, we'll talk about this a little, a little deeper. Let's move on to the boys side. Okay. Wow. What a race. Carmel, shout out, 91. Zionsville, 92. And I've heard, boots on the ground, it was closer than it sounds. There we go. Franklin Central, 132. Columbus North, 157. Center Grove, 158. Of teams, let's put myself out there, of teams likely to finish in the top 10 and possible to finish in the top five. Closing, Cameron Todd lives up to his nickname, uh, although he had quite a gap there with 400 meters to go. He wins in 15 flat. Uh, Floyd Central's, uh, Cameron Todd goes to rebuff. Floyd Central's Will Conway, 15.07. And then a battle of the top two teams in the scoring. Jack Turnbull of Zionsville, 15.22. Kyle Grove of Carmel, shout out, 15.25. And Sam Spees of Zionsville, 15.26 in a race that rated plus 22 six minutes to go what do you think um well okay i think franklin central is still in the mix for a podium spot so i think that's still solid right there um and then zionsville man i i really like zionsville i i just i can't decide who my number two team in the state is right now is it zionsville is it noblesville is it fishers i think it could really be a toss-up on any given day um, Do you think Brownsburg I, could get into that mix of the top for the top two? Could could be second if the other three that I named slip up, but um, I'm not quite sure Brownsburg is is going to be the second best team in the state. But I think they've got the front good. running. They have the Although front the front running doesn't match up against Zionsville's front running. Two boys that ran under 15:30 on Saturday. Yeah, so you know that's that's that. Uh, Carmel's still the, the best team on the boys' side, and that was without a couple of projected scores right there. Um, and then I thought ca- closing Cameron Todd, as he's known around these streets, 
Um, had a great performance. Closing because um, he's got a kick. He can really yeah. he can really close at the end of the race. Yes, which close, isn't about speed. Close, close the door on everybody else. So he, I thought he had a great day. Um, and I'll I'll talk about him some more in a second. So anyway, there we go. Here are my thoughts. We've got four minutes to go, and then we do quickly need to get to our state highlight of the week presented by Three Verge Running Company, three the number three, vergerunning.com, and you can get 10% off in September off of your online order using promo code Colin, C-O-L-I-N. Here's, here's what I would say. For us, for us diehards, for us nerds, for us cross-country and track lifers, it's all about later. It's all about the state meet. It's all about how does this project forward? And so it's easy to look at this and say, one point, who cares? One team gets a bigger trophy than the other one and the other team. But you know that one of the teams didn't have one of their guys who makes a big difference. But also, there's a part of the sport that is just the holistic aspect of distance running of a foot race with a math problem at the end that was like these two teams matched up against each other and it came down to six tenths of a second between Carmel's number one and Zionsville's number two and that was the difference as they came down the home stretch ultimately is that Carmel was able to put seven eight but only seven score in front of Zionsville's fifth and Zionsville beat Carmel at three of the p- five positions. And so it was this close. And like, there's something special about that. Yeah. And I don't, I don't just want to shrug it off. Like it doesn't mean anything. I know, I know that it does. And we've talked on this podcast about, you know, Carmel and Zionsville were separated at the boys state finals last year by three points. There's this great connection between the two schools, not only that the districts border each other, but also, you know, I am the boys coach at Carmel and Gabe, the, the boys coach at Zionsville, and we went to the same college, albeit years apart. We didn't we didn't overlap, and we actually ended up living in the same room in the fraternity again, six to eight years apart. But like, this was kind of cool. This this was kind of a barn. This is in our sport. We don't get a lot of these. That this is like a shootout on a Friday night in football or basketball. Like these, these down two teams play right come yeah, and it comes down to one point between potentially not not certainly but potentially the top two teams in the state it's just a little bit different when one of the teams doesn't have a guy that you can clearly there's a tangible way to account for like well he probably would have finished first or second and and, and here here's how that works versus in basketball the guy's not in and, and you don't know okay uh last two minutes state highlight of the week what do you got closing Cameron Todd I mean a, a great win over uh another title contender individual title contender in Will Conway um, so again, we don't, I'm not saying Todd is the favorite necessarily. There's still Provenzano. There's still I, Clark, I, I think Clark he's the favorite. I think he's the favorite and we'll, and we'll see these other guys later, but how can you watch that race and watch him win by seven seconds and not say he's the favorite at this point? I want to see him race quietly race to go race Provenzano. And then we'll, then we'll see Like, yeah. Stay tuned. Well, I, uh, I, and, and, and maybe Todd will win. I'm not anti camera Todd. Let me be, let me be clear about that. I'm just saying I, I can't today declare him the favorite yet, because I still think Sam Quagliaroli has had an incredibly impressive season thus far. And you could make a case that he could be the favorite. And then Provenzano, who is the the top returner coming in from last year, he is still very strong and he could be the, so I I don't know yet, but I want to see him head to head a couple of times and we'll figure it out. Yep. 
these are the state highlights of the week. We're running out of time here. We'll get more on our Patreon. Uh, state highlights brought to you by Three Rivers Running Company. Go to threeriversrunning.com. Use promo code Colin, C-O-L-I-N, to you get 10% off in September. Mine, Columbus North Boys. Look, get on INCC stats. Look through it. Columbus North Boys. Watch out. Lloyd Christmas Division for the podium. Yeah. Lloyd Christmas Division. They've got a shot. So you're okay. saying we're going to. I'm saying there's a chance. We're going to switch over to the Patreon. I'm a big Columbus North guy, by the way. We're going to switch over to the Patreon. Uh, we're talking really quick to get this through. Patreon.com slash Indiana Runner. You can hear the rest of our thoughts. Um, and Coaching Corner. Taylor, thanks for coming on. I love my guys. I love my little dudes. They're my little guys. I love them.